It's now time for me and my Roku. And here's your host, Peter Clay. Who's your guy? Peter. So we have a voicemail now from Peter. Not everybody sounds like Peter Clay. Peter was like my brother. This is my brother, Peter. Pete, you are not. <laughs> Peter Clay is here today. Holy crap, it's Peter. Oh, I love Peter. Peter was a sweet guy. Good luck tonight, Peter. It's your host, Peter Clay. Well, hello again, everybody, and welcome to another exciting, rainy, windy edition of me and my Roku. I'm your host, Peter Clay. Welcome aboard. This is the podcast where I come by from time to time and discuss the things that I do in my streaming universe. And I just share. Disclosure, disclaimer, I get nothing from this. For I get nothing from Roku, nothing from the other streaming devices or anything like that. I may own stock in some of these things, but it does not influence me whatsoever. I just do what I do and then share with you. And I leave it up to you then to incorporate that into your streaming universe any way you see fit. And, uh, and maybe you just look at it and go, hey, I'm already doing that or I've already done that or anything. Or you just like to hear the sound of my voice. And when I say windy, rainy and all that stuff, I don't know where you are in the world, but spring is taking forever to get here. If it's not uh, raining, then it's too windy to do it. We had almost 70, almost 80 degrees a week ago from this recording and couldn't do anything because it was all windy and you can fly a kite, I suppose. But even then, it can be too windy for that. And it starts crashing into trees. Boom. Nose dives. Anyway, anyway you didn't come here for that. So I'm, I'm glad you're here because we have some things to get to. On the agenda today, some things that I just found interesting that I'd like to share with you that happened to me um, with my new setup here and all that stuff. I can do sound clips and all that stuff. So we'll share a clip in here. Then. The Little Misses is here again. And I don't know if this is going to be a weekly thing or not or for each show or anything along those lines but uh she is here we are discussing because she, she said something just in the conversation because as you know we converse from time to time and even about the roku and all that stuff so that was interesting and just some other things that are going on um we are dangerously close to 100 episodes of me and my roku it shocking me to no degree uh it's it, almost and at the, about the time that we get to that point we'll be at about four years too that i re instituted this podcast thanks to the internet archive we love them and by we i mean me and uh, so uh, as we get close to that i i'm not going to do best of clips or anything on like this but i am going to go back in the past and uh, look at different things that to see where we've come from because i i'm going to say this in a segment later in the, in the show <laughs> then i was completely wrong about two things in life the me and my mother, uh, me and my mother, how I met your mother. I combined me and my Roku and how I met your mother into one thing. And maybe that could be a new show. Uh, how I met your mother. I thought this is dumb. This isn't going to last more than 13 episodes. So I'm just going to check it out and see what happens and watch the crash and burn and all that stuff. And it went on for nine seasons before it crashed and burned at the end. But that's okay. We'll discuss the ending of that show at some other time. Uh, and the other is the Roku. I thought, well, isn't this cute? This is, I mean, it's ingenious. This helps me with my stream because at the time I was hooking up my laptop to an S video cord for the video. And then I had to do the left, right, and a little adapter to get the, to get the sound in then. And then I'd have to get up to change the programmings and all that stuff. So it was, this was ingenious. And I thought, well, isn't this going to be cute? This isn't going to last very long. And here we are 12 years later. And in 2008, I had to bring, or not 2008, 2018, 2018. I had to bring back the podcast because it was still here. 
So we'll discuss that later in the program too. So as you can see, we've got a lot to get to here, not just to rehash one, almost 100 episodes of, but we got a lot of things to get to here. So let's get started. Okay, so here's a fascinating subject to me, which is why it's me and my Roku. So I have this friend. It's almost a client. Of mine. And this kind of combines two different topics that I've been thinking about. So, but anyway, so she, a friend of ours had just moved from, she had a condo for 20 years and all that, and she's getting up there and all that stuff and just like doesn't want the hassle of owning property anymore. And that's swell. So she moved into a new place and all that stuff. And she got... A cable installed. Now, the Roku is an amazing device as a cord cutting device where you can get rid of cable, just get internet, and you can do basically whatever you want. But it doesn't mean that you can't use the Roku with cable. It's still a very useful tool, and that way you can also stretch your dollar out a little bit of all the other things that you can use with your cable login then as well. So then for if you are going to pay $150 a month or more, that at least you get everything that's available to you and all. So the Roku can be a good tool for that. So it's something that I just found fascinating to me. Well, she gets cable installed. She gets her main TV hooked up with her box, with her DVR and all that good stuff. And then uh, she's got two other rooms where she has a TV, but she doesn't use it very often. Just, you know, but when she does want something, she wants something there. So... I'm assuming this was a contractor because I can't believe the cable company would say this. It says, oh, no, don't get a cable box for those two other rooms. Get a Roku. And one, for them to say Roku specifically and not a streaming device of some sort was interesting. So uh, they actually recommended the Roku on that. And so then you can actually use your logins. Now, I don't know about the cable company's amp. That could be a service. For that, so you almost would be paying the same amount as you would for the box, maybe more. I don't know if that, if that was that was the trick that they're trying to get you on, just to try to use your cable company's app. Uh, huh, I'll have to think about this. So, so I still have to install all the Roku for and all that stuff yet. So I'll, I will report back on this. So this is, I'm just in the fascinating stage of this story here yet. So here now, if we can go back again into my background and all that stuff. So from 19. 93, 94 to 1994-95-1997-I-worked-for-the-cable-company-I'll-mention-the-name-now-because-it-doesn't-exist-anymore-at-least-not-in-the-form-that-it-did-it-was-TCI-Cable-Vision-based-out-of-Inglewood-Color
to help your sales go. And that is just ask. Okay, so at the time here, you have to remember, we didn't, I guess we kind of had cable boxes, but they were different um, than they are today. We still, sorry, hit my mic. I'm so excited to tell you this story. That uh, in order, uh, if we were there in a service call, and we would still have to check the signal, because all cable TV is just signal. And so you get to make sure that everything's okay. You just want to check the signal to make everything's okay. And it's also part of a mandate, FCC mandate or something like that. You have to log these things every time you go to a service call. And just make sure the right amount of signal is going to each other. That can solve a lot of problems right there. So what you would say to the customer then is, is like, well, I have to go up on the pole anyway, or to the box on the ground and check this for you anyway. While I'm there, can I do this for you? You just ask. And so at the time before the cable box is now where everything's done with the flip of a switch to get HBO or Showtime or anything along those lines, you had these little devices called a trap. They would adjust the signal then to either block or give you the signal. So in this case, we'll use HBO. You had to take something off then for you to get HBO. So you would say, you would just ask. It's like, oh, I'm, I'm going up to check your signal anyway. Um, I'll fix this for your, your problem here. Looks like you're okay, but let me just double check. While I'm up at the pole, do you want me just to take the trap off and you can get HBO? We'll give you it for like $2 for the first month and then it's whatever it was at the time. Then This is 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> and so it, it, it would be 10 bucks after that. And you, you would increase your sales 10, 15%, maybe more, just asking. And then he gave other different things, how he got John Mellencamp's autograph and, uh, and on a plane one time and all these different scenarios and all that stuff where you just ask and all that stuff. So it was brilliant. So to, to have this cable guy here to go, um, don't get the cable box, get, get a Roku. It just seems interesting to me. And that he didn't offer anything else here. So I'll get the full story on that. So that's just a long-winded story here to tell you. Uh, that was interesting to me. Is like, don't get an extra box. Get a Roku for your cable. So like I said, Roku is fine with your cable still. It extracts value out of that. It's also great as a cord-cutting device as well as we all know and love. Here on Me and My Roku. Okay, so I've talked about on the show a few times now about the difference between stocks and streaming and not to confuse the things. I know I've talked about maybe potential conflict of interest when I've talked about owning some stocks in the things like Apple and Paramount. I think the only two that I think are. I sold my Disney. And again, we're talking about a couple hundred dollars. We're not talking about anything that would really influence me. There's investing and there's streaming and watching. There's two different things and all that stuff. But I do pay attention since I am a investor and I'm looking at things and saving for retirement and all those good things. I'm looking at different things. So I listen to financial shows and I picked up this little ditty from CNBC's 
Fast Money. Remember when it was skipping up $100 at a clip, you know, from 100 to 200, 300, 400, 500? I and I was saying they're going to put this thing, those little plugins at the back of the TV on the trash heap of like just tech that we've just discarded over the last 30, 25 years. This is where this is going. I'm just telling you, this product is a zero, in my opinion. Okay. And the fact that it's down 85% and they just put up a beat and the stock can't even rally, the company has only made money one year and it was in 2020. And that was the year that everyone was shutting their home and they were dying to watch anything on a screen other than. Look at their wives. Oh, sorry. Um, but you know, what, you know what I'm saying? I'm just saying in general here. So expectations for 30% revenue growth for the next two years? Nah, it's not going to happen. Okay, so a little background there. That is CNBC contributor Dan Nathan. And if you watch the show or watch CNBC or listen to his podcast or anything like that, he sounds a little gruff, sounds a little things. It's, it's probably mostly shtick. Um, he's been on for many, many years and... You know, a couple of people have tried to take him on, and those people have gone away, and he's still there, so he must be doing something right and all that stuff. And it's good to have a view on some things so that you don't go in hog wild going, I'm going to buy Roku, and I'm going to go become a millionaire type of thing. To kind of hold that, hold the phone. So here's a little, and another little background on that story was two other people on the panel there had said, okay, that Roku is interesting here and possible buy at this point. Okay. Disclaimer, disclosure, and all that stuff. I own no Roku stock. I think he's 100% right about the stock. What I recorded there was he was talking about the product, and I think he's 100% wrong. That's just me. That's just his opinion. He said, in my opinion, and he's entitled to that. But the thing about this is he said this before, and I also played a clip a couple years ago about 2019, another contributor there, Brian Kelly, kind of saying the same thing that, oh, all these TVs are going to have these things and you're not going to need a Roku and all that stuff. So what's the point in all that type of thing? So Roku, yes, as a stock has been volatile. It's gone up and down and up and down like a ping pong ball. And it's just as a, but the company's still here 12 years later. There's two things I've been wrong about in my life. All right. One is how I met your mother. The two is Roku. I did this. <laughs> 12 years ago, starting out as a project for the uh, Internet Archive, I said, thought the same thing that this, I'm going to get this thing because remember, we're going to talk about these things 20 years from now. And remember when we had those Roku's type of thing and we're still here. So he may be right eventually, but he's going to sound like one of those people who say, oh, gold is going to 10,000 and we're going to have this big major crash and everything's going to go to pot. Well, they may be right at some point and maybe 20 years from now. And that way it's like, oh, see, I told you so. I told you Roku was going to go down. So I said the same thing and we're still here and all that stuff. So 100% right about the stock. I wouldn't own it. Doesn't fit my financial profile. But about the product, as long as TVs are trying to get these margins, they're not going to put the best processors in there. I'm sorry. And here's the other thing about it. Say, go with God here on this thing. Just go with your TV, see how long that gets you. Then you have this beautiful TV and you're sick and tired of these things slowing down and buffering or whatever, because they didn't get an update in the last year. Security threat at that as well. And what are you going to do? Buy a new TV for $400 or get a $50 Roku and it's you got another five years out of your TV. So no, I still don't think they're... Plus you're adding the ad revenue from the Roku channel and some of the different things that they're putting together, I'd say they're probably three different companies right now. 30% growth in two years. That seems a little rich for my blood too. I kind of agree with that as well, but I don't know. And neither does he. And we'll just find out, but it's always better just to have a hot take and an opinion though, too. So 
it's a lovely thought. We're allowed to have thoughts here and opinions and all that stuff. It's all good. But 100% right about the uh, stock, 100% wrong about the product. That's just thoughts here on me and my Roku. Okay, we're back. We're back with the Little Misses. I'm not sure if this is going to be a weekly segment or not, but uh, seemingly uh, very popular and very informative, especially for things just around the house here to help me and my Roku, because it is, after all, a me show. Uh, but I like her input, and especially with things around the house, because I have to keep her happy as well, too. But there was an interesting conversation we had the other day, and it made milk come out my nose, um, even though I was drinking coffee. And he said something... That it was me. I, I, I said something about thinking about canceling Netflix, and you said, "Absolutely." <laughs> it was like, wait a minute. <laughs> during the pandemic or during uh, this thing, it was just like, a, a, yeah, you can if you want to lose parts of your body parts and all that stuff. So, what made you change your mind uh, about uh, the possible? Now we still have it for another month yet, so okay. we don't. We have it until June twenty eighth, so we don't have to make any rashes. Almost two months then, still. So I'm just curious about what changed your mind. Kind of, was there a particular app that was uh, changing your mind at all? Or? Um, well, I like, well, yeah, obviously the Roku. And, and I like Hulu and Amazon Prime. And I guess we just have so many other streaming products that I don't think we need Netflix. And also, I read an article about Netflix stating that they are raising their prices and they're also going to stop the sharing of the app part with family members and stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think if you just want to keep customers, you don't do that. And so I think they're going to lose a huge, huge, huge customer base based on that. Yeah. Well, the price change thing has already gone into effect. So when the uh, when our free uh, thing expires, the um, Price change will be in effect. I got the notice on that. So that's one thing. It's a nominal fee, and that already proved its point because they lost a bunch of subscribers, but their revenue was still up. That wasn't the miss. They are losing subscribers. They're bleeding subscribers. Now, part of it was they did shut down in Russia, and we all know the reasons behind that and all that stuff. So that's part of it. But they are now still projecting 2 million uh, subscriber losses in the next quarter still, and that to me seems weird. Said it all along. It's a fine product. It's a but we can live without it. We have lived without it. Yeah. So I was kind of leaning. I was trying to lead the witness there a little bit. You all of a sudden have fallen in love with Paramount Plus all of a sudden, and I was just kind of curious if that kind of changed your judgment. It was like, and but but you mentioned the other services as well though too. That leads to the point with yes, Netflix is fine, but if the highlight of your thing is is it cake. <laughs> You know, is that really, you know, worth an extra part, uh, part of your budget and all that stuff? It's not something that I can get on Apple credits as well. It is one thing I can get a gift card for um, if I have some extra uh, funds going on and some things. And I can use with PayPal then too. So but it's just one of those things for it. So I just, when you said that, and I, when I actually had permission to cancel oh, Netflix. <laughs> permission? I, would never... I was just like, whoa! Um, the yeah. tides are turning here. Wow. Yeah. How much? I... Well, that's because of you and you're teaching me all this other stuff that's out there, which I appreciate. 
and so that you don't need to rely on just one app called Netflix. There's all these other, you know, apps too that can help you find out. You oh, know. to meld your brain. There's there's yeah. no shortage of that right now. I mean, now, if so. there is one specific movie or TV series that is only on Netflix, I guess. We can get it for a month, yes. and then we can get rid of exactly. it. Exactly, like so, with yeah. your gift card. You know. Well, you for want. us, it was it was Lucifer. We oh, needed, yeah. we needed no, to finish that it, up. Yeah. And now that we have, yeah, I, um, they I have the complete Monty Python collection, all that stuff. Those are things I've seen a billion times before. Mm -hmm. But uh, and there's there's some of those stuff I still have on DVD and that I put on my Plex server. So that's it's nice. And but yeah, I, I think for now we'll cancel and we'll see. We still have two months. We'll okay. see if anything changes our mind. By then, that will almost be the end of that quarter. We'll see what the results are. So one other thing I just wanted to talk to you about. So a couple of times now, I have done dastardly things to you where I have taken <laughs> the Roku away from you and yes. <laughs> sl slid in another device. And I was thinking possibly about doing that with one other device. And that was the Apple TV. That ranks as my kind of number one. In its, I mean, there's... the. As with all things Apple, it's beautiful. It's amazing. It's wonderful. But there's no way we can fill the whole house with them and all that stuff. There is one little thing that I cannot leave the house and I and trust that you'll be okay. And that's the remote. It, it's, it's taken me a couple of years to get used to it. And then I thought, well, there's you can get the new remote separately. And then I looked at it and then... It's one of those twirly birdie things. So it's at least rounder instead of the flat part where you can lose it. So you're nodding your head no. Still, you know well, I mean? okay. I want to know who <coughs> marketing decided that that was a good plan for that remote to have one circle do everything. Honey, it's Apple. It's beautiful. It has yeah, to be no. Okay, that's their one flaw. I don't care. That's their one flaw is that remote. There's no way like an older person such as myself and older are going to be able to figure out that remote. It's, it has no wording on it, no numbers on it, nothing. And you can, you know, speak from experience for my dad, yeah. trying to, you know, do a new TV with a new remote and how he had problems and there was words and letters and, and that was almost too much. But having this remote with nothing on it, yeah, I think they needed to, to go back and redo that. <laughs> yeah, well, they have and, and stuff, but is and it's better, but does that mean it's good type of thing? The one thing about the Apple that I like is it kind of kills the two birds with one stone that I think that most people are complaining about the Roku's. They don't like the interface. That It's just a collection of apps. They want to know what their, uh, where their other programs are at so they can continue on. Sure. So it has that one screen where it promotes Apple products, but then it has on there you know, where where you left off. And so it includes that Apple, the Apple TV app on your iPhone is amazing. It's kind of like Just Watch or Real Good where it can keep track of what you're watching and then make suggestions and all that stuff. That then shows up on the Apple TV screen. Then you hit another button, then it takes you to the collection of apps. So it has both. I mean, it's, that's nice. Again, I don't know if I can um, Recommend. It. I was thinking about that remote because I have an influx of Apple credits. That I can, but sixty dollars too for just a remote. I don't know. Yeah, and and also though too. But that's that's something that you're personally passionate about, as all your apps and all you know and finding things and stuff like that. Whereas you're the normal person like me who just wants to turn the TV on, go to the program and hit play. I think we're know. saying the same thing there, but I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, but then and, you have to go 
you have to, you know, go here and you have to go there and then you have to do this and then you have to, it's like, is there four steps compared to one or two steps? That's my only thing. I get you. So instead of that with the Roku, you just have one step and you right. know where to go. And right. we right. keep the amount of apps to a reasonable yes. level then too so yes. you know where to go. So, Unlike okay. you who likes to, you know, do all your research and have well, all Well, I like to explore. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, exactly. and that's why we have yeah. 12 other devices. Exactly my point. <laughs> Help people. <laughs> There we have it, the Little Mrs. Speaks again. So there we have it. Well, once again, thank you for coming back on the program. We'll see what we'll come up with next time. And uh, we'll be back here on Me and My Roku. Okay, kids, gather around. Not too close, but come a little closer. We can have a little discussion. We seemingly have fully recovered from our little incident with COVID, and uh, we seem to be fully as close to normal as we can. Well, no, well, we don't even know what normal is anymore. <laughs> That's all right. Anyway, like I mentioned before, we are approaching the 100th episode of Me and My Roku, not including the News Notes and Stuff podcast. If we include those, then we're probably well over. But that's not the issue. We're talking about full-length programs here of a device here that I didn't think was going to uh, be around. Uh, I thought maybe four or five years. I thought they would get bought out by somebody or just technology would just catch up and all that stuff. And seemingly now, there is some competition from Apple and Amazon and Google and NVIDIA and some other uh, things out there, including TVs. But they seem to be holding on uh, strong and still going, despite what Dan Nathan says, but it's okay. Uh, but uh, this project that started here became uh, started through the Internet Archive at archive.org. And if you want to go back and <laughs> go to the very back to the Taking the Leap episode, way back, and all the other things that I've done in the podcasting universe since 2005, check that out today at archive.org and just check out all the different things that are out there, including the Wayback Machine and all the different libraries and video games, software from back in the day, all the things that they're trying to preserve. It is just worth checking out and also considering uh, supporting and all this stuff. They gave me a little notice the other day. It's like, hey, can you help out a little bit? And I said, boom, here you go. Here's 25 cents. No, I gave more than that. It was like 50 cents. I'm just kidding. Consider it yourself. Check it out today at archive.org. Also, I do other things in the background here. It's just too many to count. And some of the things, we, we, like we talked about uh, last week, just too many to go through. And who knows whether or not it would fit into your time or budget or anything along those lines. But one of the things I've done the longest and seemingly okay to me, I haven't run into any problems. And if I did run into any problems, it wasn't them. It was some of the things that they were affiliated with. And maybe that's... Guilty by association, I suppose, but swagbucks.radioaffliction.com. And just check it out with the a link that I just said there or on the link that's where you where you get this podcast. Check it out and check uh, find out for yourself. Do you want to do just have videos running around in the background? Do you just want to take a survey every now and then just to get some points or just to see what's going out there? Or do you want rebates on the things that you shop for? All of it. It's all there for you. There's so many. There's like 50 different ways to earn swag bucks and all that stuff. So check that out today at swagbucks.radioaffliction.com. Check out all the past 
episodes of me and my Roku and all the other podcasts that I've done. And check that out today at archive.org. is better than well said. Okay, some news notes and stuff. And in the stuff category, it's a couple of things that I fill you in on that I've uh, probably talked about in the past and all that, uh, all that good stuff. I did almost cancel uh, <laughs> Netflix while I did, just after I got done talking to the little missus. But it, it looks like even on a free preview, if you uh, cancel it, they don't. They used to give you until the time that it expired, and it doesn't look like they do that anymore. I didn't want to take that chance, and so since we have uh, until end of June, uh, we'll just hold on to it for now as it gets closer to that. Because sometimes I just wanted to see if they would be like, "Well, you sure you want to cancel? Uh, how about if we gave you two more months or something like that?" So they can't miss you if you don't go away. It's part of the chicken challenge and, and what they'll do uh, for you to keep you aboard and all that stuff. So since I didn't get any exciting offer right now, we'll hold on to it. But then um, sometimes Netflix, doesn't, not very often, they'll just send me emails saying, hey, you can come back, you know, but still charge me full price and I could be a discount or anything like that. Right now, Spotify really wants me back. They're, they're doing the semi-annual uh, buy one month, get three uh, promotion and all that stuff. But with Apple Music... Google Music or YouTube Music now, and uh, Spot, uh, not Spot, uh, Sirius XM. There we go. I'm fine with music right now, and Apple Music, sneaky good. Uh, speaking of Apple, Apple Fitness Plus. I talked about this that I wanted to get it on my Roku. I thought they would just show up on my Apple TV app on my Roku. And the funny thing about that is, is that Apple for Apple Fitness Plus to work at all, you have to have an Apple Watch for one. And so in, in so I've always wanted to have it on my Roku. It works perfectly, of course, on the Apple TV, because then I have my Apple Watch and all that stuff. So I did, as an experiment, try the Apple AirPlay, since that's now available on the Roku, and I got it to work. And it worked perfectly. It didn't kick off or anything like that. Caveat on that is, there is a but on that is, it doesn't give you any of the readings from your Apple Watch on the screen. It just gives you the workout, which is fine. But I did spend a lot of the workout than looking at my watch then. So when you're trying to do a double dog thing or, you know, some sort of stretching thing to go looking at your watch is kind of, you know, distracting and all that stuff. But technically you can get Apple fitness plus on your uh, Roku with the airplay function on that. So I suppose we do have to talk about the shutdown of CNN plus since we talked about it showing up and then not being on Roku for the first week and then coming back, mysteriously all of a sudden to showing up and now with the hbo in, in fairness two things one is anybody involved with the creation of cnn plus and putting it together and launching it are no longer with the company that's one two you have the hbo max discovery merger now that puts uh with the warner media sorry so it's warner discovery now and so Anything that was on CNN Plus 
can now just be incorporated into either HBO Max or Discovery Plus. I think it would work better, especially the Anthony Bourdain shows that they were having on there and all that stuff. That would make more sense on Discovery Plus to me. But uh, anyway, so yeah, they were supposed to do it on the 30th of April. Well, they, they shut it down the two days early. They said, Come, why, why are we holding off on this? This is... And they did. And it's gone. And we don't ever have to talk about it ever again. So there you have it. It's now part of the Internet Archive. <laughs> Uh, nearly 40% of U.S. viewers pay for streaming service, but not traditional TV. Okay. And also another study says that only 25% of U.S. adults subscribe to cable in the coming years. We'll see. I, I wouldn't put it, the nail in the coffin on cable. It will always be around, I'm pretty sure. Uh, and they, who knows, they might do more marketing. Like, again, if the cable guy is recommending a Roku... <laughs> Instead of additional cable boxes. So you have, just like we do here, we have our main TV. And that's where we have the stream bar um, or the sound bar and the Apple TV on the big screens. And then you're the little guys where we normally have the old Rokus, like the Roku 3 or something like that. And you just do do that. So there you would, instead of the stream bars or sound bars, you have your cable box with your HD and your DVR and all that stuff. And then your backup TVs, you have your your Roku's. It could work. Who knows? See if they're really pushing that at all or not. And in order to get subscribers and hold subscribers, they might have to do that. Who knows? Another uh, chugging the face, slapping the... Do I have a... Oh, I don't have my uh, soundboard up anymore. Uh, <laughs> slapping the face to Netflix. Here it is. Oh, this could be... And they've been losing 2 million subscribers they're projecting. Here could be the reason why Shit's Creek is moving from Netflix to Hulu in the fall. Oh my goodness. I don't normally talk about deal alerts because by the time you actually listen to this, it's probably long gone, but this is probably since the, um, what is Netflix lost? Like 70% of its value in the, in the stock in the last month. Um, you might see other people just coming along saying, Hey, <laughs> Again, slapping in the face of Netflix whenever they can. Deal alert, get $35 gift card when you sign up for Hulu Plus Live TV. Plus, you get 50% off of that. So 50% off of Hulu Live and a $35 Amazon gift card. Would that make you do that? Might make you cancel cable. Who knows? Uh, Pluto TV adds Waypoint TV, BBC Home and Garden Channels, and plans anime uh, celebration. Isn't that nice? I don't normally talk about Pluto TV because they're just constantly adding channels. Again, I feel like it's this big balloon that somehow feels like it has to pop. But I guess apparently if you can get the ad support for it, you're on Pluto. So good for them. Uh, Peacock adds 4 million paid subscribers in quarter one, sees a 25 increase in engagement. And then a follow-up study on that is that Peacock is projecting to hit 64 million U.S. subscribers. Uh, viewers in 2022 and there is now a peacock channel on airlines now and i, I think it was not the mate was american it doesn't matter there you if you're on an airline you might see a peacock channel now you can't just pick up peacock programming it's just a channel that will have the peacock logo on it um peacock sneaky good is it as good as netflix i don't know that's for you to decide in the me and my roku universe it's fine lots of sports Lots of old TV shows, lots of good stuff. A Discovery reaches 24 million direct-to-consumer to subscribers in Q1 22, so 64 million Peacock. Hmm, interesting. Uh, anyway, giving um, Warner Brothers Discovery 
So if you combine Discovery Plus and HBO Max not together now, that is over 100 million subscribers. Wow. Uh, again, slapping back at Netflix here just a little bit, YouTube TV to allow family sharing more easily between individual profiles. I think it was a TLDR um, as far as the story goes, but uh, I did, for me, having YouTube TV, as long as you had a Google account, you could share with up to five people. So my sister-in-law's uh, dirty, disgusting boyfriend, jerk. Anyway, um, I, would sh I shared with him uh, when I had YouTube TV a couple years back so he could watch Red Zone and all that stuff. And so that seemed to work. So then it was intended to be legal because it was part of my family sharing program. So uh, I don't know what they're doing differently now about that. Uh, and a couple of different little things here. Uh, survey says 33% of streaming subscribers would be willing to pay extra to share their password. And a follow-up study on that is that Netflix password sharing crackdown could lead to higher subscriber churn. So let's take the first part first. As long as you allow it, like I said, the YouTube TV. So as long as there's some sort of balance in the account, each one has an account and you just link them together, that could work. That's maybe one other thing. And on the second part, Churn might not be a bad thing. Like like you said uh, earlier, they can't miss you if you don't go away type of thing. Give you some better chances for promotions, a better way to highlight new programming or things along those lines. Uh, it's a possibility. It, it seems to work for something, and there's a category in your profit and loss statement for things like that anyway. So anyway, well, I'm getting a little itchy, a little twitchy. I want to get back uh, to my Roku's and all my other streaming devices and all that stuff and my tablet and all that other good stuff. And plus I got to edit this all out and all that stuff. So get a little, whew, I want to get back into the thing. Cause you know, so rainy and windy out. I, uh, uh, anyway, but anyway, I want to thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, if you would like more information on what, uh, how I get the gift cards for the streaming that I do here, check out swagbucks.radioaffliction.com. A very special thanks to the uh, Internet Archive at archive.org for providing the bandwidth of this podcast and all my podcasts since 2005. Couldn't do it without them. Thank them. Love them. Check them out today, archive.org. You can follow me on Twitter at Radio Affliction. I'm promising, well, I'm thinking about We'll just say that about doing more on there. I do things that I promote the show on there. Whenever you to know when a new uh, uh, podcast is up or anything else I'm doing, you can check it out on there. Follow me on Instagram at Pierre Argyle. That's uh, fun and cute. And I put up nice, cute pictures every now and then, especially of my kitty cats. And but the best way you can support this podcast. So to know when the next podcast comes, it'll just come to you. When you subscribe, you can subscribe to the Me and My Roku podcast or invite someone else to subscribe. Just tell them about it. You can subscribe to the Me and My Roku podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spreaker, Spotify, TuneIn, Amazon Music, Ghana's Still There, GeoSavin, Himalaya, SoundCloud, YouTube, iHeartMedia, Podbean, Pandora, and Odyssey. And the whole thing about Twitter and all that stuff with Elon Musk, we'll have to just see if that goes through or anything. I've been threatening to do like a Twitter spaces for like an hour as like a pre-show to things about things I might be talking about to bring up topics to talk about. This is something I've been thinking about doing. Podbean, uh, the same thing, this allows me to do streaming fairly easily along those lines. So I'm, those are the other things now that I got a better setup here and all that stuff. So if you have questions about that or ideas that you maybe think that I should try or anything like that, you can email me at me and my Roku podcast 
at gmail.com. Until then, I hope you are enjoying you and your Roku as much as I'm enjoying me and my Roku, and I'll be back with you real soon. That's it. It's over. It's all over. I walk into places. You know who I am? I'm a podcaster. You know, make way, you know.